Hey everyone this is Ravi Lal and welcome back to Only Believe Fellowship podcast series Mind Battles. In this podcast we'll look at the mind heart connection from a scientific and a biblical perspective. So the title of this podcast is Mind has a connection with your heart. So I'm going to um refer to a statement by American Association, the Heart Association that mental health can positively or negatively impact an individual's health and risk factors for heart disease. and this statement was titled psychological health wellbeing and mind heart body connection which was published in the association flagship journal circulation now uh glen and levine who is an md and master clinician and professor of medicine at baylor college of medicine chief of cardiology section at michael ed bakey va medical center is talking to the press and he said a person's mind heart and body are all interconnected and interdependent in what can be termed the mind heart body connection research has clearly demonstrated the negative psychological factors personality traits and mental health disorders can negatively impact cardiovascular uh, health on the other hand studies have found positive psychological attributes are associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular disease and mortality so in fact there are some negative mental health conditions like depression chronic stress anxiety anger pessimism and dissatisfaction and they are all associated with potentially harmful biological responses so what actually happens is that they develop irregularities of the heart rate and rhythm and increase digestive complaints increase blood pressure inflammation and reduce blood flow to the heart so the health behaviors that that increase the risk for heart disease and stroke like smoking lower levels of physical activity unhealthy diet obesity and others are also associated with the negative mental health but the thing to note is that the people with positive mental health were more associated with healthy heart conditions like lower blood pressure better glucose control um less inflammation lower cholesterol and additionally people with better mental health tend to have a more positive social relationships support and connections so basically scientists you know today are actually debating about whether the emotions are starting in the brain or heart or from physical sensations elsewhere in the body but it is clear through magnetic imaging technology that it is the brain's task to process and regulate emotions via the flow of neurotransmitters through amygdala hypothalamus and hippocampus they are prefrontal uh, prefrontal cortex and other brain regions emotions like anger fear grief and anxiety set off a cascade of reactions involving the hormone cortisol and proteins called cytokines creating an inflammatory response that if it becomes chronic can promote the accumulation of plaque in the arteries that it can become unstable and rupture triggering blood clots that lead to strokes and heart attacks Now I'm going to refer to another study which surveyed 25,000 participants in 52 countries. It's called Landmark Interheart Study in 2004 and it concluded that 30% of the heart attacks and strokes are due to psychological factors and the ongoing research supports this finding. So the first one was depression. Adults that are depressed are twice as likely to, to develop heart disease. In one study moderate to severe depression quadruple the death rate in heart failure patients anxiety researchers have linked chronic anxiety with the 48% increased risk of cardiac related death over 11 years it has also been shown to be at risk for angi- angina heart attacks and ventricular arrhythmia 
shock, a, a sudden emotional or physical shock like a death in a family or an earthquake can trigger uh, stress cardiomyopathy, known as broken heart syndrome, with resembles a heart attack. Anger, an episode of intense fury described as body's tense clenching fists or teeth ready to burst increased by 8.5 times the risk of heart attack within the next two hours. And the researcher also said that there is no damage which is caused by negative emotions that positive emotions can't heal. A large body of research has shown that cardiovascular disease risks can be reduced up to half with optimism, a sense of humor, forgiveness, social support, religious faith, vitality, gratitude, altruistic behavior, emotional flexibility, and coping flexibility. People that are optimistic are less likely to become re-hospitalized or die from heart disease. The, the, the Finland re researchers are reporting this. Okay, so we have um, heard a lot of the scientific research, and now I'm going to read Mark, the Gospel according to St. Mark 7, 14, 23, and let's say what Jesus has to say about these things. So um, he's saying in Mark 7, 14 to 23, that there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which came out of him, those are they that defile the man. Uh, and when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he said unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever things from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him, because it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly, and goeth out into the draught, purging all meats? And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defiles the man. And now this is the important statement which Jesus makes, which we need to see. He says, from within our heart of men proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. And they're saying all these evil things come from within and defile the man. All right, another scripture where Jesus refers to is in Luke 10, 27. He says, Thou shalt love thy Lord God with all thy might. Well, he says, Thou shalt love the Lord God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. As you can see clearly, God differentiates between heart and mind here. And then in the New Testament, you know, Paul also refers that the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So we have seen a lot of scientific research. Okay, now let's talk about some real life situations where this thing is happening. I'll give you examples, you know, from, from my life when uh, my mother passed away and my father actually passed away in 1996. Um, you know, at that time I was quite young, but when my mother passed away, I actually loved her so much. And then, you know, she was suffering from brain tumor and she had, um, you know, taken a lot of, um, uh, you know, um, treatment. But um, it was the will of God, perhaps, that 
you know, she goes on to be with the Lord. But when I heard the first time that she passed away, you know, of course, it, it really it really hurt in my head. But, you know, my heart actually became very, very heavy. And you must have also experienced that in your life. You can refer back to the times when such things happen in your life, when, you know, somebody passes away, your loved one, or you suffer a great loss. Where does it hurt you more, in your heart or in your mind? You can see that your heart really becomes very, very heavy. When I cry, you know, I can I can really feel that, of course, my mind is hurting, but at the same time, I can feel a pain, you know, down in my heart. So all these things are an indication to show us that Bible is true, that our mind has a relationship with the heart somewhere down there. So I'll give you another example, okay, uh, about your reaction to somebody's action. So, you know, I was actually seated on my sofa set, and somebody wanted to play a prank on me. Of course, you know, I had my Apple Watch and everything, you know, and my um, heart rate monitor was on that. So somebody played a prank and they threw a rubber snake onto me. Now, the first response when I saw the rubber snake, of course, you know, uh, you will you will just freak out simply. So, you know, what actually happened was that, um, you know, immediately after that, I could see, I mean, my heart rate jumped from a normal heart rate of around 70 to 80 beat per minute to almost like 120, 125 within, you know, a few seconds. So, you know, you can see that that whatever you see right from your eyes, that also has an effect on your heart and it immediately affects your heart rate. So you can see that whatever you have seen that actually goes through the optical nerve to your eye, gets processed by the brain, and then finally it affects the heart. Another example I can actually give you is about the polygraphs test, which is called the lie detector tests. Now, the polygraphs actually measure the physiological arousal factors, including heart rate, blood pressure, respiration, pres uh, the perspiration, and the skin conductivity. The theory of these um, lie detector tests is that these physiological responses will be different when the subject is truthful versus when the subject lies. So you see, what you say from your mouth in front of those authorities when they're questioning you, you know, it actually triggers a series of reactions in your body affecting your heart rate, your blood pressure, and other factors. So let's say an interrogator is asking you some questions, you know, and if you if your response to it is negative or if you are telling a lie, you can see that, that it actually affects your heart rate, your blood pressure and other factors and the machine actually catches your reaction and it sees that those changes. Now, there has been a lot of controversy regarding uh, these polygraph tests. That is not the point of my podcast, but the point of my podcast is that you can see that how these responses, you know, which you're actually giving from your mouth okay, are actually affecting your physiological responses. So in fact, you were not made to lie to begin with, okay? So God has somehow programmed you in such a way that if you lie, then all these things, all these reactions start up in your body, your blood pressure changes, your heart rate changes, okay? And also your skin conductivity also changes, your perspiration rate also changes, which is caught by the machine. So it is very clear from the biblical perspective and also from the sciences now coming to a knowledge of these things that mind has a spiritual connection. So if you look at Mark 7.14, Jesus says that the evil things are coming from within. That is defiling the man. And what are those evil things which he is talking about, which are actually coming from within? 
okay he actually talked a lot about mark in mark 7:14 about these things okay he says from out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts you can see that he starts this 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 scripture by saying that from out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts he's not saying from the mind proceeding evil thoughts he's saying out of the heart of the man proceeds evil thoughts adulteries fornications murders and now you know uh, the bible translators are going to tell you that oh you know this is just messed up completely jesus christ actually meant the mind jesus christ actually meant exactly what he is saying out here okay and we are going to prove that as you have seen to science is now coming to a realization of this fact okay so uh, the evil things like you know we have uh, he says out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts so you are thinking with your heart okay and also it says in proverbs 23 7 if you like to read because this verse you know when i read for the very first time long time before it used to uh you know i used to wonder about this verse it says for as a man thinketh in his heart so is he now how can you think with your heart according to proverbs 23 7 it says clearly as a man thinketh in his heart how can you think in his heart and then when i read this verse mark 7 14 i could immediately see the connection what jesus actually meant these evil things are coming like covetousness thefts wickedness deceit lasciviousness evil eye blasphemy pride and foolishness so imagine there is a person who is going to commit adultery fornication a murder first of all a thought has to come into his heart to do those things all right he is going to do some a uh, wickedness or some kind of a deceit first of all he has to plan that thing it is not kind of random you know so blasphemy so these thoughts are coming into his heart first of all okay and then that comes into his action later on so therefore and and even jesus said that love the lord with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength okay showing that he separated the heart separated the mind and separated the soul so you know he is saying out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts he was confirming that a man is thinking from the heart so now i like to say that there are three sources of thoughts which actually come into your mind okay god's thoughts your thoughts and satan's thoughts just keep that in mind okay so there are three sources of of thoughts once again god's thoughts your thoughts and satan's thoughts so i like to read from first samuel just to prove my point okay uh, the lord is speaking to samuel so it's a story that the boy samuel served the lord by assisting eli the pastor now in those days the messages from the lord was very rare and visions were quite uncommon so one night eli who was almost blind by now has gone to bed the lamp of the god has not yet gone out and samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of the lord and suddenly the lord called samuel now samuel replied what's it what is it he got up and ran to eli he said here am i did you call me so you can see that lord called samuel first time his voice came to him okay and he he felt as if somebody spoke to him all right but he thought it could be his pastor because they were the only person present at the time so he just went and said eli are you there are you calling me he said i didn't call you go back to bed then the lord called out again samuel again samuel got up and went to eli that is the bible is saying and he said here am i did you call me and eli said i didn't call you my son go back to bed so so samuel did not know the lord yet the bible says okay he did not know how to recognize the voice of god okay he was just a child so samuel did not know so he had never had the message from the lord before 
like many of us, the Bible says here in verses 7, okay, we did not know when the Lord speaks to us. In the same way, Samuel was also there. He did not know that this is the Lord actually speaking. We did not know how to recognize the voice of God when it speaks to us. Okay, so Lord does talk to us. Lord wants to have fellowship with us. In the same way, Lord was talking to Samuel, but he did not know how to recognize the voice. So the Lord called him the third time, Bible says. And once more, Samuel got up to Eli. He said, here am I. Did you call me? Now, Eli realized immediately that why, what is this happening? Okay. And, uh, you know, he realized that it is certainly the Lord who is calling this boy. And this boy is not yet accustomed to listen to God's voice. He said, okay. I'll train you now. Okay, so go down. And if you feel that voice again inside of you, go and lie down. And if someone calls again, you just say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. That is what you have to respond. Okay, he trained Samuel and Samuel went back to bed and Lord called the Samuel again. He said, Samuel and uh, Samuel two times, he said, and Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I'm about to do a shocking thing in Israel. And he went on talking about certain things which he was about to, to do with him. So you can see that how God's thoughts are also coming into your mind. Okay, your thoughts are coming to your mind. And certainly there are Satan's thoughts, as I've told you about the powers of darkness. Okay, the, 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 the evil forces, their thoughts are also coming into your mind. Okay, it's like a radar and your radar is like catching all those thoughts and they're bouncing back and forth and you are confused as to whose thoughts are coming. So we've talked about God's thoughts, your thoughts and Satan's thoughts. And we don't have a knowledge, okay, and a discernment and the knowledge of the spirit just like Samuel had that whose thoughts are actually coming. And that is the, the problem with the, with the people that they're not able to distinguish whose thoughts are actually coming. Who is sending up this information to you? And you can see that, uh, you know, um, right below where I um, live here, you know, I can I actually see a woman who actually stops uh, every now and then and she just starts talking to herself. Okay, she's absolutely perfectly fine and she goes and does the shopping and everything. But I've seen various people out here, you know, in this place where people would stop on the streets and I, I, I actually see people talking to themselves on the street very loudly, in fact. And she's talking to somebody, I don't know who, but as if there is a there is somebody present out there. It's a very normal conversation and the world goes on. But I, some, some, I, just, I just stopped besides that woman and just wanted to observe without disturbance. So you can see that, you know, people are actually plagued by this thing. Okay, and there's a lot of confusion of the mind. They are they are actually people, those who get mad because of this. Okay, so uh, we have these thoughts, and I will refer to your your you to another uh, to the to the scripture which I referred before that we wrestle not against the flesh and the blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay, so this is the problem of the the with the with the mind of the people and and the confusion which actually which they are suffering from so you can see that these host of demons which are actually present all around could also send a thought into your mind i will prove that you know from scriptures okay in my next series of podcasts all right that satan has got host of demons 
all right and these demons can also send a thought apart from your own thoughts we have god's thoughts god could also be talking to you and satan host of millions of demons they could also send up a message to you and when these messages are coming it is very important that we need to realize whose thoughts are they all right see you in the next podcast